0: Hi, guys, my name is Jason L. Parker, and welcome to the Engage Athletics Leadership Podcast. Yes, this is the show that's all about helping ADs and coaches find their way. Here we'll discuss clarity, goal setting, best practices, and everything in between. We want you to thrive internally with our families and in our positions as ADs and coaches. Enjoy the show. So in today's what's going on, I want you guys to know the format for this month's podcast Um, with our subject being promotion in the profession. I really want to walk you through uh, the experience of those who have gone from an adjunct to an assistant. Uh, from an assistant to a head coach, and from a head coach to an administrative role. So we've got some huge interviews coming up with some people who are doing some great things in the industry. And I really think it'll be helpful to everyone. So stay tuned for every Tuesday throughout the month of October for those awesome interviews. So that's what's going on for the month of October with Engage Athletics Leadership. Today's extra point is brought to you by Dactronics, guys. I use Dactronics for all of my scoreboard needs. Um, they have a great customer service that they're able to come out fast and direct. Um, they do have a lot of great uh, people at their call center that can help you out, and they work with a lot of local reps um, that can get out and help you out. So look out for Dactronics if you're in the market for a scoreboard system. Now, in today's extra point. We have some affiliates that listen to our program, and we have some some sponsors that have reached out and, and talked about our network. And this message is for all the sponsors. If you're somebody hawking a product that, that could potentially help an athletic director or coach or athletics program, today's extra point is do not call them on Friday. So I'm like, my secretary's out this week and i am got two wagons full of things to take over to the field to prepare for game night. It's about three, about two o'clock. And I'm getting ready and, and then the phone rings and I'm like, well, it might be a last minute ticket request or it might be uh, somebody looking for me to do something for him. Last minute, one of our sponsors or one of our parents or, or students might need clearance, you know, of a physical uh, uh, one of the million things that go on on a typical Friday for athletic director. And it's this guy trying to sell me something. And he's like, have you heard of our product? I'm working for so, And I'm just like. Sir, do you know what day it is? Like, it is Friday, and every single athletic director in the country is probably busy right now. Uh, Even if it's an away game, he's probably helping prepare for for travel, or maybe even just uh, trying to plan his dinner plans around um, that night's game. And so, if you are an affiliate, heck, even if you're an opposing AD, uh, maybe... It should be a moratorium on not c- contacting each other on Friday afternoon. So anyway, whether you're new to the profession or you're somebody looking to get in the profession, don't contact ADs on Friday. That's your extra point. But in all seriousness, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this episode. This guy, Isaiah Washington, I've known him for years, uh, but I'm really just learning about his story here in the last few months. Um, this this kid is just doing all the right things. Uh, he's starting at the bottom, but he is really on a meteoric rise up to the top. And so I think there's something that whether you're experienced or inexperienced, there's a lot to take away, uh, from what he's, he's doing right now. And so hope this episode helps. And I know the next two, the next two weeks are going to be, um, really spectacular. So I hope you not only tune in, but you really share it. Uh, we went over 50 listens or listeners last, last month on our last podcast. And so we're looking to double that this month. So join the movement and uh, let's spread the word about Engage Athletic Leadership. All right, guys, enjoy. everybody and welcome to the engage athletic leadership podcast is in his second year as a football coach at Union High School he actually graduated as a football player from the University of Central Oklahoma just two short years ago and actually was a graduate also of Booker T Washington High School here in Tulsa Oklahoma I'm super excited to welcome Isaiah washington isaiah are you there yes i am awesome man happy to have you here today well guys one of the things i i love about isaiah and and one of the reasons i'm so happy to have him in this month's episode on finding promotion in the profession is because this young man takes every single little component of what anybody tells them and he automatically puts it into practice. And so I don't care if you are someone who is looking for a mentor or someone who is a mentor. This young man's story is a textbook example of how menteeship is done and how to maximize and, and leverage the, the information that you get from, from people. So kudos to you, Isaiah. Super excited to have you today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate those kind words. Uh, I'm a big supporter of you and your podcast, so I'm very glad I get this opportunity to do this with you.
0: Well, I appreciate you, man. And you are in your second year at Union, correct? Yes, sir. And tell me a little bit about how you got your journey to Union and talk a little bit about your journey from UCO to Union and, and your first year at Union.
1: Sure. Well, so, all right, so I'm in at UCO – I'm a senior, you know. I'm finishing up my, you know, my coursework for my degree, and the, at the end of my degree, I have to do a 300-hour internship. Okay, so, you know, I'm searching. I find a place at a at a gym near my hometown. Okay, so they end up closing down, and I'm already planning on moving back home. All right, so I'm just thinking. I'm thinking, like, well, okay, so I really want to be a coach, so. And it's in my field, so I'm going I'm to reach out to some high schools. So I reach out to, to you know, two coaches, and one ended up responding and asked me to come in for an interview. Okay, so I go in, and, and um, you know, we talk, and and uh, things went very well. So they signed me up we got the internship going, and I um, – yeah, I get it going that day. You know, he asked me when I want to start, when I feel comfortable coming in to start. I started that day. That's <laughs> <to> my car. <laughs> all right. So, um, you know, and it was just an internship. So, you know, I'm working kind of, you know, just kind of supporting everything that was going on. And you were still in school at the time, right? Right. Well, I'm finished all my classes. I've already walked at this point. Okay. It's just, they won't send your actual diploma until you do some internship hours. Correct. Okay. So, you know, I get it going, I'm you know, I'm not even counting hours. I know I'm gonna get all three hundred hours at least, you know. Um, you know, so in the end, I'm I'm approaching five hundred hours and you know, the head coach comes up to me and tells me, Hey, you've been doing a great job and you know, it just wouldn't feel right, you know, if you were to leave, you know, you're part of this team and everything like that. And I you know, I never even thought about leaving. That's how that's how deep I was into the, the situation and the program there, you know. So you think- know, I was off go ahead. No, you go ahead. Finish up. I'm saying, a, you know, they offered me a position at this point. I couldn't really teach. I had my teaching certification, but um, they offered me a, a position within the school and also coaching. So at that point, you know, that's where y'all got started at Union. Wow.
0: So you, what? how many hours were required for your internship?
1: 300.
0: And how many hours did you actually do?
1: Ooh, it was about about 490 but after i did my whole i I went up to the school and did my whole internship uh report and that took a few hours so i probably got around 500 wow so you almost
0: double the amount of the requirement and 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 the great thing about that is so many people stop at the required amount and, and they don't realize that when it comes to promotion how many more doors you open by continuing to go above the status quo. And I don't care whatever you're wanting to do or what field, what industry anyone is in who's listening. Anytime you get that opportunity and you go above and beyond, it's going to lead to great things for you. And again, that's why we're interviewing Mr. Isaiah Washington, but, Isaiah, we talked about this month as a roadmap for promotion. I laid it out as in the, with the acronym PREP, P-R-E-P, and our P was for planning. And so with planning, I want to make sure everybody out there, and go back and listen to that first episode if you guys haven't, but I want to make sure that before you start this journey, you have a plan in place, you have goals set for one year, three year, and even five years out. And so with that being said, um, Isaiah, I, what is your ultimate plan? Meaning where do you want to end up? Um, what do you want to accomplish? And how did that plan come about?
1: All right. So my ultimate plan is to, to be an athletic director at this point. Um, I like to, you know, help lead a, a program in that capacity. My um, plan to do that, you know, I kind of already started getting it in, into place as far as, uh, you know, I'm teaching now. I'm getting all my certifications in place. And, I'm, you know, this just, just is my goal to learn every day and to keep gaining knowledge from, you know, different people and situations. You know, I feel like I'm in a good situation now where I can, you know, I can go right up to our athletic director's office, you know, and talk to her and get pointers and, and advice on certain things. So, you know, my goal is to, to continue to grow and, uh, take steps towards that. That's awesome. And,
0: and you're,
1: you're a ninth grade
0: coach, correct at, at union? Yes, sir. Well, what, what are some things you were doing to, uh, go above and beyond while at union in your position as a freshman coach?
1: Well, I, um, well, on top of coaching the ninth graders, I also helped out with the high school as far as the. uh, the strength conditioning and uh, on Friday nights I go over and I'm in the press box for varsity games. So, so I have my headset and everything. So I'm, I'm all in, I'm gaining knowledge that way. And I'm also getting the work and experience during those varsity events. That, that's awesome, man. And that's what
0: you guys have out there, you guys and gals out there that have aspirations to go to the next level in your profession, in your life, you have to get in. I don't care if it's entry level I don't care if it's an internship. I don't care what it is. But if you use that as a launching pad, it can propel you to the highest highs. But how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that's what I love about Isaiah's story is that every single thing, every single opportunity he gets, he does it just like he's going to do when he's ultimately an athletic director. And that's above and beyond. And so I love that, man. I love your plan you have in place, and I love how you're going about executing it.
1: Right. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing.
0: I heard that. I heard yeah. that. And so our next uh, acronym is, is R. And really, I use that R to stand for relationships. Um, whether that's the the mindset we take from the people we hang around, uh, like they say, we're we're a product of the Of the people we hang around. We're a a product of, we're average of the five people we hang around most, a lot of people say. So whether it's relationships, whether it's um, networks, whether it's groups and masterminds, or or even um, people that can give you different information, like we've talked about mentors and mentees, just talk a little bit about how relationships have influenced you and how they've played a part in your progress, whether it's personally or professionally.
1: Oh, wow. So, you know, being in college and having the opportunity to be a college athlete, you know, um, just watching those coaches and, and, you know, at that point, I'm a, I'm a young adult. So they're telling me things and giving me pointers on the daily and it actually helped me. It influenced me to want to be a, a coach. OK. And, and on the other hand, you know, I have, you know, people I'm around, relatives and, you know, friends and supporters that also tell me things. Not to do, you know, so it goes both ways. I feel like I could learn from people telling me what not to do, and also people that have been through it could tell me what to do. you know
0: well, that's awesome i i I'm thinking of a time where relationships kind of had a big role to play in in how you uh got your internship if not, if I'm not correct
1: all right okay so so i um well, let me back it up a little bit. Uh, I had to do a practicum for a leadership class my junior year of college. Okay? And this is at this point, I, I want to be a coach, but I'm not sure. I'm at that college age. But I'm not 100% sure yet. And um, so my professor sends out an email over winter break saying, you know, hey, welcome to my course. You know, you guys are going to need to find a practicum to do for 50 hours throughout the semester. So I just want to put that on you guys' mind to, to think over the break. So, you know, I'm thinking, so I go, hey, I'm a I'm gonna submit a post on the Oklahoma Coaches Association website and and um you know kinda throw my name out there to see if anybody needs needs help with their team during spring ball. You know, it's just local teams around my college. So I put my contact information, my my email address, my phone number, just ways to reach me. And I get zero calls, no emails, nothing. <laughs> All right, so it's it's Christmas actually, you know, getting later in the day. And my one of my college coaches calls me and he's like, Hey, I um you know, we talk about, you know, our day and how Christmas is going to go and check on each other's families and things like that. And he goes, Hey, I'm I'm getting a lot of calls about you joining, you know, some some programs during the spring to help out with, you know, with their with their um class. I said, Oh yeah. you know, I kinda at this point it's kind of a afterthought just because I was pretty sure nobody was reaching out to me. Right you know i you know that right there kind of just showed how hey the relationship that i have built with my coaches in college kind of helped me um get an opportunity to start my coach that that's when i decided i want to be a coach when i got that practicum at, at a high school and i was around kids and had the opportunity to you know work with them and influence them you know in athletics and um you know it's just it's just something to be said for how how no one reached out to me they went straight to who I have relationships with, right? And and,
0: you know. and that's so huge. I mean, you're sitting here thinking, uh, man, nobody's reaching out to me. You know, nobody must have have seen my information and and it spoke to them in a certain way. But in that in that same vein, a lot of us don't realize how our everyday relationships will play a huge part in our ultimate progression and promotion no matter what we want to do because you're, you're exactly right they're going to not call us first they're going to call the people around us I don't care even if you did get a call guarantee those people would have called some people that know you before they call you I mean, okay, that's right. just that's just natural and I mm-hmm. want to give you kudos for even thinking to go on the Oklahoma Coaches Association website, man. Even myself, I was probably two years in before I even thought, "Hey, man, let me look on here for for information to see what's going on." But I know so many young people don't even give that a thought. But you, people have to realize that I don't care what the profession. There's always going to be uh, different forums where jobs are posted, where information is available. There's go- always going to be conferences. I mean, this is 2018 and you can always get online and find free information, podcasts like this, uh, different books and different things. So don't don't operate in a silo. Don't be in the dark. Realize that that people are, are looking for you just like you're looking for them. And so, again, I think that's awesome that you went about okay. that and you got that experience. Cause like you said, you were a junior in college. No, none of us really have a clue when we're a junior in college. We think we know something, but after you got that, that internship and that opportunity in that practicum rather um, it really ignited your path and, and it gave you some purpose and some passion at an early age. So that's awesome.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Well, the E in prep we use for education and our experience. And so I really want to ask you, how has either helped you uh, prepare for promotion?
1: Okay. So, you know, I was in college, so I got my education. I was actually a, a, I had my bachelor of science in kinesiology, you know, in other words, exercise science. Okay. So not very, um too qualified to teach as far as, you know, in that field. But um, I was able to to take my teaching test and, you know, my general test and that went on to my, some other tests. But uh, I can go back to a time where I remember I got advice from you and you told me how to always keep keep a, a certification test scheduled, All right, And in that conversation, I really, I really kept that. And I, that day, I actually scheduled some tests and um, you know, got my test scheduled and I received a, a call and they were asking one of the questions they asked was, Hey, when are you taking the test? And what was the call in relation to? They wanted me to actually teach. They wanted me to teach biology. So okay. so
0: in your first year at union, you weren't a teacher. You were you were what role?
1: I was a support employee. So I was working with kids who were falling behind with grades. They'll come to my room and just um, get caught up, kind of like a study hall throughout the day. So you were
0: on campus, but you, you weren't a certified employee. And then after we talked in the uh, sauna uh, last summer, you went and scheduled some tests. And, and right about that same time, the principal reached out to you for a certified role as a teacher.
1: All right. Yeah. I had the test scheduled um, soon after. I received a call, which is also through a relationship. I received a call from our new principal. And, you know, he brought up, hey, what do you think about teaching? Like, hey, yeah, that's the goal. And, you know, obviously you need to be prepared. And by me having those tests scheduled to take, I had um, timetables for when I would be, um, you know, uh, ready for it. Okay. So by having those timetables, that kind of put me over some other people, you know. Right. Um, who didn't have answers for those questions. Right. So um, just that that part of it um, was very, very, very beneficial to me being to at the point I am now.
0: Man, that, that there's so much to dig into here because, first of all, I want you guys to hear what he's saying. We were in the sauna. He told me he was coaching at Union. I said, man, that's great. You keep doing what you're doing. I said, now are you teaching? And he said he wasn't, but he was on campus. And so when you talk about – just that entry level going from an adjunct into an assistant's role. And this is somebody who wants to be an AD one day, but what he did was took a little bit of knowledge. I mean, and I didn't realize he had done this till, till we're talking just 15 minutes ago and him just taking initiative on that was, was what ended up being a, a pivotal factor in him actually get in a position because notice what he said. He didn't say I had passed the test. He said, I had a plan for taking the test. And just that alone got my foot in the door along with all the other great things he was doing and the relationships he had built. And it's interesting because you said something earlier about, you know, I read in your book to do this and I started doing this and I've given that book to many people. And I've even heard people say, well, you know, I love the book, but, I really didn't get anything out of it. And, and that may be the case. But what I'm saying is in information, every bit of information, there's something in there for you. You may be listening to this podcast right now and maybe three fourths of it doesn't even apply to you. But maybe there's that small component that does and it can be the component that changes everything. And on top of that, maybe the information is not for you, but it's for you to share with somebody else. And so, I, again, I just can't say enough about how you took that and you've built that. And now you've really put a strong foothold into your your organization. And not only that, but into your career as far as being um, ready to to move forward to for preparing you for promotion. So that's huge, man. And don't take that lightly, because I so I know so many coaches, athletic leaders who have been at the adjunct role for years for years who can't pass a test who can't do all of these things and it's like if you would just put a system in place you could slay that dragon and, and get on with your life you get what i'm saying yes sir that's awesome man awesome 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 so our last uh acronym is the peak and that's basically for priming and i'm sorry it's for polish and so that speaks to taking our plan, taking our relationships, taking that education, our experience, and basically putting it out in the world in a manner that is attractive, where people say, man, who's that guy? Who's that person? Um, what are they accomplishing? Blah, blah, blah. So we want to put ourselves in a wor- out there in the world as polished individuals. Not that we know it all, but we at least want our strengths to go before us, kind of market us, if you will. And so I I think we do that by, first of all, priming how we prepare for each and every day and having some type of preparation ritual that gets us to be in our best. Uh, I also think we do that by bringing value. Uh, The value we bring really kind of sets us up for promotion. And I also think we need to pay attention to polishing ourselves prior to interviews. And so enough about me. I want to know about you, Isaiah. How do you polish yourself, even on a daily basis?
1: Well, on a daily basis, I always start off the day, you know, when I read my, my Bible. And, you know, that kind of, it's it's a lot that comes with that, you know, as far as uh, positivity and, and picking up on things that, uh, that I can implement throughout my day, you know, to keep my spirits right, so... I think My Bible is a good way that I polish myself. That's huge, man,
0: because we know that our roles can be challenging quickly. You can go from, you know, coaching some kids to to lifting 20 pounds of trash across the field. You know, it's not <laughs> right or, or a parent <laughs> in your face screaming. And so you have to be we are ultimately spirit, mind and body. And we have to cater to all those things. And so kudos to you for doing that. And I want to encourage you. Cause, and I'm saying this because I know you'll put it in place. I want to encourage you to be really, really consistent with it, man, and, and just sure. implement it every day and, and really have some backup plans, which is something I always try to try to teach people is, you know, you obviously you just mentioned the football team played in, in more last week, uh, which is an hour and a half away, you know, and so getting back home at 12 and one in the morning is not always conducive to, to waking up early and reading your Bible. Well, have some backup plans where, hey, if I don't get up early, I got another uh, habitual uh, system set up that's going to allow me to execute on this. So that is huge. Tell me about how how um, polishing yourself
1: kind of led to some to your interview opportunity. Okay, well, so I get the I get the interview scheduled the day of the phone call. All right, so um, I the interview was with the three principals, the head principal and the two the two assistant principals. Okay, the, the head principal was also a principal the year before, so I established a good relationship with him. The two assistants, one was a, a ex-football coach with me, so he was on the staff with me, so we had a really good relationship. The other assistant is my eighth-grade history teacher. Okay, so so the fact that the, the interview was the day of, I just had a level of confidence going into that, that, that um, interview simply because I, I had uh, been around these people and we had a, a relationship.
0: That, that's huge. And what I want everybody out there to hear him saying is, is how fast things move. He, he says these people who became principals and administrators coach with him. Well, Newsflash, he's only been coaching two years. And so if you don't think that what you do every day leaves a lasting impression and can provide a, a huge impact on your ultimate promotion and your ultimate professional career, you're, you're fooling yourself, okay? Every day you're interviewing. You might think that guy sitting across from you or that lady sitting across from you is a friend. That, she may be the next head coach. She may be the next principal of the school, She may move to a school and be be in an AP somewhere. And so things in education happen fast from the standpoint of people moving positions. And I love the fact that that Isaiah, your relationships led to an opportunity for you that so much so that they called you the same day as they interviewed. And and you had such a great relationship and a great rapport and you were so polished and primed and ready to go. You could walk in. And and that's what happened to me. I I literally had a few days to prepare for a huge, for this huge interview, you know, and I, and I didn't know what, what was going on, but I felt confident because I'm always feel like I'm preparing myself. So yeah, I had to put some things together, but I encourage you for, 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 as the cliche goes, when you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. So, right. Right. Well, that is our prep, our P R E P. Again, I want everybody to be thinking about their plan, their relationships, their education experience and how they polish those things. But before we get out of here, I got to hit you with our three to go. And those are just three questions we ask every single guest um, about how they really engage or become engaged as an athletic leader. And so my mm. first question for you, Isaiah is, how do you prepare uh to be your best each and every day?
1: All right, so you know in the mornings like I said I read my Bible, but along with that, you know, like you said it's 2018 and you know phones and technology are big, and I wake up to to um notifications reminding me to hey study your spanish i'm trying to learn spanish and you know daily news and interesting things that interest me you know they pop up on my phone so i start my day with a lot of reading a lot of studying you know i always try to have something i'm working on all right so um as far as i also like to work out but you know being a coach you know certain things and schedules kind of don't allow that all the time so Uh, that's not the most consistent at times, but during the summer, I definitely like to work out every morning. Well, I I think that is phenomenal, man.
0: And if that gets you going, what I try to tell everybody is make room for it. If it's something, I don't care if it's, Hey, going to Disneyland gets me going. Well, obviously you can't go to Disneyland every day. So figure a way to bring Disneyland to you, you know? So if you're somebody who loves the exercise, figure out a way to make it work, you know, whether it's, 15 minutes before, you know, on your plan period, whether it's, you know, on the weekends, whatever, figure out a consistent way to make it work because that's often what, what we all do as athletic leaders. And that's often what burns a lot of us out is we just say, Hey, you know, I don't have time for that during the season. Well, if you don't have time for it, it's only because you, you're not making time for it. Okay. Because, ultimately, that's going to make you better. Not only is going to make you last longer, but that's going to bring you to your position with more passion. And so those two or three or four or five hours you're spending focused on your craft are going to be even more effective than eight hours with you being burnt out, if that makes any sense. So I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. And if, if you're if you're trying to you know, if you're leave- you feel like you're leaving something out, like I wish I could just read more. I wish I could just exercise more. I'm telling you, find a way to make those things work. And so question number two is, why do you do what you do? Why are you an athletic leader? Why are you here in this industry right now?
1: Wow. So, you know, just growing up, you know, I have a big family. I have three little brothers. You know, there's all there was always sports around, you know, ESPN is always on TV. There's always balls being thrown around the house, you know, outside playing. So the sports part of it, um, it kind of just came and it just felt right to keep it going, you know, to find a profession, you know, with it. But um, as far as now, you know, I just love being an influence um, to the youth. Um, It just does a lot. Um, I just get a good feeling for whenever I have to teach a kid something or or help a kid out with something like that. And and also, I feel like it's a leadership role. Um, I have to myself to a standard at all times and that's just something i take a lot of pride in doing i love
0: it i love it and you do great at it man you're even though you are a young guy you're already a leader you're already a mentor and so i love that you've always operated in excellence even in the the little things you know whether it was out there on the football field or obviously in what you're doing now as a coach and a teacher so keep that up man our last question is: uh, How do you educate yourself? How do you stay sharp? Uh, no matter what it is you do, obviously you wear a lot of roles, uh, wear a lot of hats. How? What are some things that
1: you do to educate yourself, keep yourself sharp? Ooh, I a few things. So I read a lot, um, a lot of books, novels. Um, you know, I read just about anything. Articles. Um, I Also, listen to podcasts. Uh, like you said, my plan period, my lunch. There's a podcast plan. So. Um, I listen and educate myself a lot through those and also just having conversations with people. Uh you know, I could think of a time a few days ago where I'm you know, I'm in a restaurant talking to one of the waiters and and he was um he was I, he saw that I was a football coach, I had all my union stuff, you know, he was from a rival school and he had he's in the band. So I actually learned that bands play, you know, songs. At, at what time they play songs, you know, which schools like to play at every break or every time out, you know, what schools don't and what type of bands do certain things. So I learned about bands. That's something I never really knew. I knew <laughs> they played and I heard them. I never really knew the, the their strategy. <laughs> so just conversations. I, I learned a lot through conversations. Well, it sounds
0: like you also do a good job developing relationships.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: for sure man and that's another way to educate yourself and so man like i said guys i I love this young man because he's doing all the right things you gave me an idea right there though i i too love podcasts i spend most of my weekends just listening to podcasts and uh maybe we need to start a some type of forum maybe i'll put it up on my website um a place where people can recommend podcasts and books. So we can kind of stay connected as a community, but man, everybody, I want you to make sure that you keep an eye out for Isaiah Washington, because he's the next head coach, uh, athletic director, administrator coming near you, um, very, very soon. And what I love about you on top of, you know, your excellence and everything you're bringing, the value you bring. You're a humble young man. I know that you're, you're not in a rush to get to where you're going. You're appreciating each and every opportunity. And I encourage everybody out there listening to do the same, man. Um, Isaiah, where can they look you up? Where can they get with you?
1: Well, I, I'm on Twitter. Um, Isaiah Washington. Um, my name is Isaiah at Isaiah Washington 14. Um, I have my email, everything's on the union website or, um, uh, Facebook, Isaiah Washington. That's just about it, man. Hey man. Well,
0: I can't tell you that. I I can't tell you, I can't thank you enough. Rather. Uh, I super appreciate you, man. And, uh, thanks for being an engaged athletic leader.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.
0: All right.